0: Our podcast called Live in the Stream Comes to you each week Streaming recommendations during the NFL season It's not just tongue and cheek <laughs> Quarterback, defense, tight end Recommendation based on opposition nature. Here's your forecast host J.J. Zacharisa. And your boy, Danny Carter Live, 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 live Live, live, live in the Stream Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm J- you know what, Denny? It doesn't matter. This is the DGAF right. episode.
1: Uh, there you go. I think that that's that's the it's an extremely appropriate uh way to enter this the DGAF episode.
0: Yeah, a DGAF episode that's a week late, to be fair. Uh we did not record last week uh on the count of I was I almost died. I felt like that at least. Right. Uh I woke so just to give you a little backstory since like I, it just kind of was out there on Twitter, just so that people knew as to why this wasn't happening. Um, it was uh Christmas morning. My wife woke up at like two in the morning and started throwing up and I'm like, Oh man, she's sick. And mm. then at about 7am. So she was up like every two hours. And then at about 7am, 8am I started throwing up wow. and then her brother, my brother-in-law started throwing up cause we were all staying at my in-laws place. And then we, Talked to her sister, my sister-in-law, and her boyfriend was also throwing up. Mm-hmm. So four of us were all sick. We decided to go to the emergency room because we were so jacked up. Uh, and they were able to hydrate uh, my wife and her brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but I apparently got it way worse, and they wanted to admit me that night and put me put me up for for the night in the in a room. Um, and so I went up into this room. And I, eventually I'm like, I need to go home. This is because, because I started to get better and I'm not going to spend the night at a hotel or at a hospital rather. So I, uh, but it was, it was crazy. I had this really crazy experience. Anyone who is a nurse or like an ER or someone who works in an ER or something, they gave me this, like this med. So I, I, my stomach was so jacked that they went to like the, the last resort. Cause I kept throwing up. And they, they gave me this drug called Haldol, which is apparently what you use, what people use to like bring people off of highs. Mm -hmm. Like if they go to the ER and they're like really messed up on some drug, um, they give me this. And I remember a really long time ago, I was once in the ER to get hydrated because I had a bad stomach issue, stomach situations. This is like the second time this has happened for me, but they gave me this drug and I felt this like insane irritability, like, Mm -hmm. like. The, the worst feeling that you can possibly think of feeling and it got to the point this time around where I'm looking straight into this doctor's eyes and I'm saying you need to fix this right now and I wanted to, <laughs> I, I wanted to I wanted to rip the IV out of my arm I wanted I was like holding the bed looking at my wife saying this needs to be fixed I, I felt like I was not in my body it right. was it was the strangest experience that I've ever had in my life it, it felt it was the worst I had never felt worse in that moment. Like, I, like everyone's been sick. Everyone's thrown up before. Everyone's had, like, a, a – they don't even know what caused all this. It could have been food or it could have just been something that was uh, given to us at this restaurant that we went to. But everyone's been in that position where, like, they're so sick and they can't stop throwing up. Mm-hmm. But it, on top of that, it was this feeling of, like like, not being able to feel anything no. and, like, feeling – it was just no. – it was horrible, man. It was yeah. such a bad experience. So they gave me so many drugs – that it took a little while for me to like get back to normal and like so last week uh last thursday was when we were going to record this Mm -hmm. um i I just i couldn't and it it wouldn't have been a good experience for anyone if i recorded the DGAF episode as messed up as i was
1: right and i was uh obviously fine with that i'm very glad that you're you're okay uh because I, I was <clears throat> genuinely worried about what was happening with you as you were giving me updates.
0: <laughs> yeah, I sent I sent Denny a selfie of of me sitting in the uh the yeah. ER on Christmas morning. Yeah, was, and that,
1: the at first I was like I was like, oh man, that sucks being sick on Christmas, just thinking that, you know, you're you're you have your average uh illness, but then uh the, the hospital Thing, and then they like, I keep throwing up and then the, the Hodor drug or whatever it was. <laughs> and, uh, and then, uh, uh, but, but it sounds like, you know, with you yelling at the doctor and stuff that, that you're just, I mean, you were tilting.
0: Yeah. Uh, right. I was, I was tilting, uh, very hard. And, and the other thing too, it was the day cause the Steelers played that day. Uh-huh. So I didn't even get to watch Juju do his thing. Really. I, oh, I saw some cool. of it and like, but I was so out of it that I just couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't comprehend what was really like going on and happening. So I'm just glad that it's over. I'm glad that I can eat things again and and hey, hey, if we want if we want to look optimistically, I didn't gain Christmas weight this year that's right,
1: and that that's so hard to avoid and so right. I want to say congratulations thank for, you to you, thank you. for literally vomiting it up vom- vomiting up all of the uh, potential well, christmas weight
0: Denny Denny, I learned w- before we started recording this that I'm not the only person who was in the hospital this over 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 this Christmas that's- break.
1: That's right. Uh, uh, yours truly. Uh, so both ends of the LTS team were in the hospital over, <laughs> <laughs> over the winter break. Um, I went to the hospital for about six hours um, uh, last, I want to say Wednesday, because um, long story short, I passed out uh, in the bathroom. And I hit my head on the at first I hit the head, my head on the shower door and then the sink. And, um, turns out I was dehydrated and this has happened to me, uh, several times in my life, which you, you would think that that would signal to me that, that would, Hey, like drink water. Yeah. Hey, Denny, you need to keep hydrated. You need to keep drinking water no matter what. And, and, but I, but I don't, obviously I just keep passing out all the time. Uh, I, I have passed out in the barber's chair. I've passed out after a baseball game. I've passed out. Wait, um, how, how, how old were you
0: when you passed out in the barber's chair?
1: I was I was 11.
0: Wow, that is this is fascinating. So yeah. so does your uh-huh. do you not retain water well or is it that you just I don't, don't drink enough water?
1: I don't the, well I think I think it must be I I drink a normal amount of water. So it must be just something about my body that needs more mm. than than usual. But so so my so my wife who came back thankfully uh that day just, just uh, that
0: it was perfect timing for her to come
1: back. Yeah, it, was, it was really, and I, pre- I appreciate that because otherwise, I don't know what I would have done. Um, she, uh, so I'm I'm actually laid out on, on the floor, um, and I'm wedged up against the door, so she can't open the door. Oh my gosh! And, she, and you're and you're passed and, out at this point. And, and yeah, and I'm out. I'm out. I don't remember any of this. Here's what. I, here's the last thing I remember. I was standing up by the sink, and I looked down at at this little little tower that we have with, with, with all sorts of bathroom stuff. And, and we have three, for some reason, we have three mouthwash bottles. And my last thought was this, damn, we have a lot of mouthwash. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was out. And then I was out. So anyway, I, I went to the hospital, they gave me a CAT scan they they gave me 3 bags of iv fluid yeah. and
0: uh, i was i was okay i had i i had 4 bags they gave me 4 bags to hydrate and they did they gave me a double bag at one point they were giving me two oh. at once and i was i was freezing cold i kept hitting the button for the nurse to come back and give me more i had 17 blankets on me at one point it was just like they kept come bringing blankets and the the, yeah. the blanket stack was like thicker than my body it was insane what? wait was it was it because the illness i guess yeah i mean it was just because when you're throwing up like that you're just getting dehydrated like crazy but um dude that is that's i I feel like that's way more frightening than than my situation because like mine is like okay you have a stomach bug that's usually going to be gone in twenty. like you're you're at least going to be functioning in 24 hours in some way but like passing out and falling over and like like that were did you were you concussed did that happen um no i felt i definitely
1: was out of it so i the next thing i remember after the mouthwash thought the last thing I, the next thing i remember is is melissa is waving her hand in front of my face and i'm and i'm waking up and i'm going why is she doing this what is the <laughs> what's going on why is she yelling you know where am i what am i doing i was just like generally i was just annoyed i was like you know this is this this is uh inconvenient for me right now and then i was and then she told me what happened and then i have you know i had like a bruise on my head um my neck still kind of is jacked up because of the way i landed <laughs> so um i uh, i guess it's not too funny cuz people get really seriously hurt this way yeah. um but i was able to withstand the fall and um and and not not die so
0: imagine being a, an nfl player and getting concussed and and coming to to back right. back to life and seeing seeing someone waving in front of you and it's Jeff Fisher. And he's just sitting there. Right. Seeing, Are you okay? Are you doing all right? And it's just this guy I, with a mustache. It's funny you say that. Cause I thought about that. <laughs> I thought not Jeff Fisher,
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> but I thought about, uh, the, that, you know, waking up on a, on a field after being knocked out and, 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 and the, just the general haze that you're in. And, you know, guys say, uh, I think Colt McCoy one time played an entire quarter of football after after he got hit by James Harrison mm-hmm. um
0: and he played an entire quarter that he has no recollection of playing yeah that's crazy this, man this is this is terrifying that's crazy it's absolutely nuts so many things are happening too in the NFL right now you have uh well first of all i'd like to announce formally that Marvin Lewis is indeed the new Jeff Fisher officially like i will be gifting Marvin Lewis this is happening um is it- because it's one of the most fascinating it's the same reason that I got into gifting Jeff Fisher is because it's just it's so massively fascinating.
1: I I, I can't believe it. First of all, this is huge for your brand, yes, and, yes. and and I think this is a big day, and I'm I'm happy for you. you. Um, I'm looking forward to this. It also means that the Bengals are literally not interested in winning at all.
0: Right, right. They're 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 openly saying we don't care. We 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 um, don't care about what. I, but I don't know what the benefit is of of signing Marvin Lewis of of extending that that his contract to, for two years. I don't know. But regardless, uh, Marvin Lewis is going to be staying in Cincinnati. The other thing that's been happening this week that's been really funny is so the Browns go zero sixteen. Okay, yeah. And I've been on the late round podcast. I've been talking about this all year long and how ridiculous people are with their takes on analytics and how they like attribute literally everything to analytics. When the analytical side of this Browns organization is much more draft and, you know, NFL draft focus and just kind yeah. of how you construct a team. It's not like this is how we should be. We're, we're coaching this team with analytics. That's not, that's not what's going on here. Um, but they go and 16. I sent that one tweet out, uh, about how there's a 0.26% chance of the Browns, given their win probability via number fire each week, of them actually going winless, of them losing all of these events, uh, there's a 0.26 percent chance of that happening. You wouldn't believe how many people don't understand basic probability. Like, I,
1: dude, I saw the first reply to that tweet yeah, that you sent out. Yeah. It was infuriating. Yes, yes the the one that said you need to take a basic course in statistics. Correct. I lost my mind i just started screaming and cursing at everything that i saw yeah
0: and that guy still hasn't responded because it's like like i i'm I'm assuming that he thinks that it was 26 percent and i somehow averaged all even though the the numbers didn't even average to that um i I don't know he so he said he said that i needed to take a a stats course another guy was like well they weren't they weren't projected to win any of these games so why is this shocking it's uh, like Mm. how guys guys The most basic example of this is if you, I I I even told this guy, I said, if you have a deck of cards and you pull 16 cards out of that deck, uh, just, you know, you you replace the card every time you're, and and you, you, you pull a card out 16 times and you never get a spade. Would you be surprised by that happening? And the answer of course is yes. Well, guess what? What? The chance of that happening is greater than the chance of the Browns going 0-16. And people are like, yeah, this isn't that surprising. The Browns aren't that good. Well, what? Wait. No, no, there's a difference between not that good and 0 and 16. Right. Right. I right. Mean, Winning 3 games is is one thing, right? Uh, Winning 0 is historically ridiculously bad.
1: What what is what? So so people wait, are people shrugging about the Browns going 0-16? People 16? are shrugging.
0: People are saying this is this is a bad team, a bad roster and they should, you know, what what other coaches can really do much more. And Hugh Jackson said the same. I mean, he, Hugh Jackson is one of the biggest frauds that I've ever seen him. What a, what a, what a dick. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he's just a dick. Like, he just says things. He's so self centered. He says things that he's like he's throwing players under the bus. He, he's, he, he's so unbelievable, just annoying well, as hell. Well, 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 Hugh
1: Jackson has been a great tool for the old guard in the NFL yes. in that he has done everything in his power, everything imaginable to undermine the analytical approach to the game yeah. to to ensure that it does not work okay so meanwhile you know the patriots are ha, have used analytics and are still using analytics have created the greatest franchise in the history of maybe sports right. okay and uh, using analytics the browns do it they they have a coach who's not committed to it who that actively undermines the system and the people at you know who are advocating for that system And, and, and then he keeps his job because he knows how to play the media. This is an amazing, this is a coup. There's been a coup. (laughs) It's
0: true. It's true. It's, 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 it's an unbelievable thing to, to actually see. And like, it's one of those things where, you know, I'm not going to get political or anything, but it's, it's one of those things where if you can't understand or even fathom how someone feels a certain way about politics or about something that, that is, is divisive in some way you can't even fathom how they could feel a certain way it, it that Mm-mm. that's kind of what i'm feeling right now with with cleveland and the way that that browns organization is being run and how people even in general beat writers in cleveland there's some i won't name names there's some that are fully on board with with what you know with this change and going back to a football culture and not being yes. analytically driven it's like meanwhile they have two top 4 picks in this year's draft, one of them, they're going to use a running back. There's no doubt that they're going to try to get Saquon, Mm. but it's just, it's, it's, it's all mind blowing to me. And, and guys like, I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll tweet things. I'm sure in the future math related that I'm wrong and I I screw it up, but like, don't insult me by saying (laughs) that I need to take a stats course when like, I'm I'm looking at win probability and and I'm I'm tweeting this stuff out. When I tweet things like that, I try to like quadruple check it every single time because I don't want to get destroyed by people. Right? You, you exactly.
1: You are first of all, you're good at it. You understand. You have a deep understanding of it. And secondly, you would never willy nilly put something together and be like, "Here, here, everybody, here my here my huge following on Twitter who are deeply into these things, uh, uh, have at it without." without checking yeah. it 100 times it's, it's obnoxious and, and it's just it's it's like it's like the most insulting thing possible i was mad for you look i get insulted every day on the on <laughs> on this stupid website but i deserve it and and, and you don't deserve it leave
0: jj alone hey, thanks man you're uh, by the way denny's a paid protester
1: for i, oh, for yeah, my, I, my I love account. i love my soros bucks um
0: well anyway denny it's a new year Um, there's a lot of resolutions that people are, are trying to, to hold. Uh, did you, did you make any this year? No,
1: I don't do, I don't do resolutions because I find all of them, um, unsustainable to some extent. Interesting.
0: Interesting. I've done, how about you? I've, I, so last year I didn't, I, I, last year I didn't really do one. Two years ago I made that one second every day video. Do you remember that thing where I I recorded? So that was a resolution and I ended up, I ended up doing that. This year, my goal is to i am not a big i want to be more a better reader in general okay so i'm- tra- okay. i'm going to try to read a book a month this this year okay the, no and that and that's what that's why i didn't want to
1: go all in i know uh, a hot take is not a hot take unless it's all encompassing mm-hmm. and but and i wanted to say no resolution is sustainable, but that's just not true yeah yeah, yeah. and if you if you if we resolve to to a book a month that's very doable, right? Yeah. And, and but if if you were to have said I'm gonna read one book a week, I would say you're gonna get so burned out and so behind, you're gonna get discouraged and stop reading yes, altogether. Exactly.
0: You have to set reasonable goals. That's why that's why I always get upset with like like ridiculous weight related and gym related Ew. goals because when people do that, they they go way too hard and they they don't understand that the only way that you can really like consistently lose weight or like have a, an active lifestyle is if you make the small changes and just do things that you make it so that you actually enjoy it because yeah, you're, you're it not going to enjoy it if you destroy your body when you go to the gym, because you're just trying to beat a resolution.
1: Right. Right. And, and, and this, this leads us to a, a critical uh, thing that I learned yesterday, which was new year's day. Um, my, my sister-in-law uh, told me that, um, there are people uh, in this world, who go to the gym at 5 a.m. on New Year's Day? Now, I guess some part of me knew that this could be possible, but it was confirmed to me, and I nearly fell out of my seat. I I, I told I said on Twitter that these people should obviously um, be removed from the general population before it's too late. It's very it's dangerous to have these people. But 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 this is what I'm, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like someone who wakes up. Um, it, basically in the dead of night, we're talking about January here, uh, uh, to go to the gym on the first day of the year when they're pumped up about it. This person, uh, has almost zero chance of, of making good on his or her resolution, right? Right. right. A- 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 and, continuing it for 365 days. Not, I don't mean going to the gym every day. That's, that's not what people do unless you're like the rock, but, um, uh, you, you know, it, but but you are setting yourself up for burnout by being at the gym at 5 a.m. on New Year's Day. I understand excitement, I understand it, but holy cow, that that is the the kind of thing that just freaks me out about resolutions. Yeah, no, it's true. It's very true.
0: I I, I again, I think it all has to do with setting reasonable goals, having reasonable expectations, and not going completely ham right away. And right, and, and it's it's like it's like, look what we're basically describing right now is when there 's a crazy week one game by a player and you blow your fob on that player
1: uh, yes exactly that 's exactly right i also uh, i my experience with resolutions I made one one resolution in my life I think it was two thousand and ten. I dedicated myself to uh, writing every day now I could have said writing for thirty minutes every day or writing for an hour every day, but instead, I started the new year by writing for Two or three hours every day mm-hmm. at like, like after work. Okay. Um, so I was, I was, you know, burned out from work, come home, uh, you know, write and write and write for hours and hours until I just wanted to pass out on the bed. Um, this is before kids, obviously. I don't, I, n- I no longer <laughs> write now that uh, there are kids. Um, but, um, but I, by February, guess what? I was done. Yeah. I
0: was done. Exactly. Writing, exactly. So. Um, so before, so what we're going to do on today's show, uh, we're going to degaff a lot, that's for sure. Um, but we are going to, I'll recap some of the numbers from, uh, the regular season, our streaming picks, good season for us. Um, but before that, I wanted to just say two things. One of them, the intro that you guys heard, the fire intro as it's been dubbed, Mm -hmm. uh, that's by at abide the schneid. Uh, he made that like two or three years ago. Uh, also, I believe he also made the the Eric Church one that was uh-huh. that that we had after Eric Church Twitter came after me hard the one Thanksgiving. Oh, oh, you, you you never recovered from that
1: really. Uh, um, I don't know if you were going to mention my dad. Were you gonna?
0: No, you can mention. You can okay. you can talk
1: about. Yours. So I, I will. Then I will mention my dad. So I, I tried to arrange it for today. Uh, didn't quite work out. So what we will do is we will have my dad on some you know a, a podcast presumably. Uh, during the off season, that we will send to all of our patrons, all of our nice, kind patrons who um, give to our Patreon account. Uh, if you would be interested in joining that group, um, the website is Patreon.com/backslash/LivingTheStream.
0: Uh, and the other thing I want to mention, Denny, the LTS Listener League, drum roll, please. Yeah. The winner yeah. of the LTS Listener League is Steve Donovan, Breve Bronovan.
1: Reeve Bronovan ended
0: up winning the league. Uh, So congrats. He will be in next year's league uh, with us. uh, And of course, Tom Everett Scott, which by the way, I, uh, I knocked Tom out of the one of the one, uh, one Mm. playoff that we were in the, the one with the Chris Harris and some other Hollywood people league and (laughs) your boy ended up winning that one. So, oh, NBD. nice. NBD.
1: Congratulations. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pretend to be happy for you. Yeah.
0: That, that's what happens when you have Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt, Antonio Brown, and LaShawn McCoy. Mm, good God. Uh, all right. So let's talk about what happened this season. I'll start yeah. though by looking, by taking a look at week 16, because we didn't talk about week, six, week 16 championship week. Overall, a pretty damn good week. Uh, we had Chicago, Arizona, Washington, and Kansas city on d Uh, that's 14, 24, 14 and eight fantasy points. So that's a very, very strong outing for the defenses quarterback. We had two good, two good plays, two bad plays. Uh, Joe Flacco was one of the good ones. He had over 17 points, Blake Bortles, 22.38 points, Nick Foles, only eight and a half points and Tyrod Taylor about 13 points. So, uh, you know, half and half there tight end, tight end. You guys, we ended up having the one and number two tight ends in week 16, we had Eric yeah. Ebron, who was number two. He had 19.3 points. And then we tweeted Antonio Gates uh, before yeah. that game started. So he had 20.1 points. He was the number one tight end. Charles Clay had 7.7. And Jesse James gave you the goose egg in week 16. <laughs> of course. But, 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 and, of course, Vance yes. McDonald had like 10 Vance points. McDonald, hope- Vance McDonald's basically been Jesse James the last two weeks for the Steelers. He's so much better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of logical. Um, so that's. I mean, look. Overall, a pretty solid week for it being weeks. Uh, week sixteen championship week. Um, I'm gonna just go over some numbers so that you guys know. Uh, we, look, we 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 hold ourselves accountable. We wanna we want to be right. We wanna help you guys win. Uh, we want to show you that the process does indeed work. And it's not because we're insane gurus; it's just because this is the way that fantasy football works, and the supply and demand of these positions allow it to work this way. Uh, so we'll start with tight end, Denny, this season. So these are all based on our quote main plays. So I have this spreadsheet showing main plays and deeper plays because the deeper plays, you guys, as you guys know, on this podcast, we'll sit here and be like, yeah, you know, the idea of Jared Goff, or right. you know, yeah, it's yeah. these like borderline guys where if you're really desperate, you play them. We're not talking about those guys, because a lot of times those guys do not necessarily perform as well as who we're more confident in, for good reason. Uh, so tight end this year, Denny, we ended up at 11.49 points per game in PPR formats. That's the tight end five. That was so that was right below Evan Ingram and above Jack Doyle this season um, in, in tight end point per game. A lot of that has to do with the tight end position being a dumpster fire, but at the same time, the dumpster fire included streamers, too. Um, and we were able to, to put together a pretty nice streaming Frankenstein there at tight end, um, defense. Uh, I mean, look, we do well at defense every year, right? Like I'd say that that's pretty standard, but this is a little bit higher than normal. Probably we were at defense three, uh, only the Jags. And I can't remember who the number two defense was were better than, than our streaming defense at 10.91 points per game. So tight tight end uh... and defense are
1: looking good. What did the Jags average? Do you know?
0: Uh I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. Maybe like twelve uh, or thirteen.
1: Yeah. I, well, you know, it's, it's not. I mean, I don't think people were drafting the Jaguars uh, as a, as no, a, as right. their every week defense anyway. Um, but I and I always forget that we do well with, with defenses. I always feel like like I'm like I'm always I'm always like pleasantly surprised. But that's that's good. You said defense three. Defense three.
0: Yes. And then. Right. And then at quarterback we'll talk about this in a little bit more detail because this is the more controversial streaming position. Quarterback we had 17.89 points per game. Uh this is again this is a 4 point per touchdown minus I can't remember if it's minus 1 or 2. I think it's minus 2 per interception on a points per game basis that's QB8. But that also includes Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers. So if you take away the guys who played half the season or less than half the season, that's QB six. Um, you know, that's, it's a long, probably about the same as what we've seen in the past. We had one yeah. season where it was like QB five, I think. Um, so, you know, it wasn't a bad year, but I think that the one thing we have to all keep in mind <clears throat> is that this was an incredibly, incredibly good late round quarterback year. So, oh, yeah. you know, early in the season, we might've said stream Alex Smith, uh, or we would have said stream Carson Wentz or Deshaun Watson, in points per game this year, Deshaun Watson was number one, Russell Wilson was number two, he was an earliest round quarterback, Carson Wentz was number three, a late round quarterback, Alex Smith was number four, a late round quarterback. So three of the top four were either undrafted or late round quarterbacks. And then the fifth was Cam Newton, who was drafted in like the eighth round of, of most drafts. So that's yeah. that's it's a solid, solid outing for late round quarterbacks. So even, you know, again, when we look at these averages for streamers we're also, you know, we have these rolling ownership percentages each week, so it, get, it becomes harder and harder because the good players are then scooped up and they're not streamable anymore. So I'm I'm very very pleased with these results, Denny.
1: Yeah, yeah me too. And, and uh, also, you have Golf and Bortles at the low end uh, QB one area, and then you have uh, Case Keenum who became an every week starter uh, despite I think how, how many games did he start? Uh, Would have been he started like probably 12, like 13 yeah. 12. Anyway, he, he, he was just outside QB one range, uh, or just on the cusp of it. But anyway, I, so you're right. I mean, we talk about this throughout, throughout the season. Um, um, but if, if you grab, if you latched onto any of those guys, I mean, Alex Smith, uh, uh finished, and this is kind of bitter. I'm, I'm, I'm bitter about this. He finished less than one point behind Tom Brady. Why,
0: why yeah. can't he finish? <laughs> I mean, it's 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 crazy. Um, and then if you look too, the other thing is that a lot of the like like mid round to pseudo late round, like as you approach the double digit rounds, those quarterbacks who people were like, oh, these are the breakout guys. This is this is the the order that quarterbacks were drafted this year according to my fantasy league. You had Tom Brady, you had Drew Brees, you had Aaron Rodgers, you had Matt Ryan, okay, then you had Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, and Marcus Mariota
1: that's unbelievable. so you
0: have all these guys who I mean Aaron Rodgers was hurt Drew Brees underperformed Matt Ryan was uh, was awful Matt Ryan was a horrible fantasy asset uh, Derek Carr was hor- horrible uh, Jameis Winston was horrible Marcus Mariota was horrible I mean this is a I, this is like the perfect situation for a streamer
1: yeah it just just totally uh, a replaceable production and, and you know a, the, to me, uh, uh, Winston's ADP was one of the most absurd, if not the most absurd thing in fantasy football in August. I, I sort of understood Mariota's ADP, but I was also wondering how he could possibly sustain that red zone efficiency and that touchdown rate. Yeah. Um, and so there were red flags there, but uh, it's a good reminder that the the um, evergreen July article about why this is the year... To draft a quarterback high is that article is I would say always wrong. Yes,
0: it's never correct, you guys. It's never correct. So this is our victory lap. There you go. Um, All right, that does it for uh, the stuff that we actually needed to go through. We have some questions though. Um, I kind of just I I just favored I, I favored it a lot even if they were from the same person because we needed some some fire questions uh this yeah. first one at diego 24 fps diego lopez there's a few of them from him first one is what's the appropriate punishment for people who don't clean snow off the top of their cars
1: oh man you you just kind of want to run them off the road i i mean if if i'm being honest dude. by the way the- you
0: you sent one of your most underrated hilarious tweets of, of of your twitter account when you talked about the baby on board <laughs> son
1: yeah, right. I, I saw a baby on board, so I didn't drive the person off the road into an icy river. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Which is—it's so uh, true.
0: It's so true.
1: So okay, I—I got—I uh, got owned online. Um, someone wanted to own a lib, so they um, got into my mentions <laughs> and, and said that the baby on board sign is not not to tell fellow drivers that there's a baby in the car, but rather to tell uh, first responders that there's a baby. Oh yeah, in the you car. got owned. And so and and someone called me a jackass or something. Uh so I I guess I deserve yeah, that you but got uh, there, I, didn't, I didn't I didn't
0: I didn't I didn't realize that.
1: I didn't know that. I just thought it was like baby on board, bro, like like don't like don't touch me. You know. Yeah.
0: This next one at Dread Pirate Rob 7. This was actually sent yesterday, and it's kind of funny, uh, just given what's gone on today. It says, did Marvin Lewis try to pull a, you can't fire me, I quit, only to learn later they weren't going to fire him? Yeah, I think that's exactly what happened. It's it's just so crazy. So crazy. Uh, This is going back to Diego. He says, is SodaStream, quote, the people's competitor to Big Seltzer or simply a part of their horizontal monopoly?
1: It's definitely a competitor because if if I had one, if I had a uh, a, a Soda Stream or one of those machines that make seltzer, I would not be spending nearly the amount of money that I do on having seltzer. Now, have it seems somewhat inconvenient to me, but maybe I'm not. I'm misunderstanding the perp- the way the machine works, um, uh, and uh, so I think I'd rather just buy my Polar. I don't
0: know. So you're you're a polar um, brand loyal. Yeah,
1: yeah. I am I am super <laughs> brand loyal. I'm so brand loyal loyal that I think I've rubbed I've rubbed off on on some friends and family uh, including my uh uh brother-in-law Patrick who uh will uh uh drink more polar I think today than I than I wow. would and that's and that's saying something. So power, you know, more power to you Patrick.
0: I think I, I I'm 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 mostly Lacroix.
1: I, uh, I'm, uh, mostly want to punch you in the face. Yeah. I figured so, so. I figured as much.
0: It's like, it's like when, when you, you know, the, it's basically when people who like drink really good beer and you're like, oh, I really like, uh, Coors Light <laughs> or Light. Yeah, Bud Light <laughs> or Miller Light. Uh, next one again from Diego. How do other places around the world? This is something that we need to discuss. How do other places around the world get away with celebrating new years when they don't live in the only legitimate time zone?
1: Yeah, yeah. How about, what's your take on this?
0: Well, it's it's interesting because and we, we didn't, my wife and I were talking about it actually because we always have the Dick Clark thing on, just on the background like on TV while we're celebrating New Year's, however we're celebrating it mm. and you know, it's like Times Square and <clears throat> that's like the, the big thing and I never thought about it until my wife looked at me this year and she was like what do they do on the West Coast? Like, what are they watching on the West Coast? Because, And I never thought yeah. about it before. Uh, well, well, yeah, I'm I mean, do they even have TVs on the west coast? It's hard to it say. It is. It's very very know, hard to no. say. That's that, that was my main concern is that I think that they're mostly uh listening via right. via radio. And so yeah, but, but 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 they don't get the signal that it's the new year for for yeah. the 3 hours that they're behind.
1: Exactly, like like they're listening to like old timey radio, like like listening to the FDR fireside yeah, chats. Yeah. Be like, and, and the ball and the ball has dropped, folks. Yeah. And it's a new year. <laughs> it's a new year here in the United States of America. I'm here. Um, uh, yeah. Well, this is okay. The whole thing about legitimate time zone is that the you know Washington D.C. and New York City both are obviously in the Eastern Time Zone. The two most powerful cities, at least in the United States. Probably the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so therefore, uh, there's that, that, that bias. So, when it's, when it's New Year's in New York, that's the only thing that matters. Yeah. And I'm not, a, I'm not a New York apologist. In fact, I, I, there's nothing worse than being in New York to me. Okay. That's, sure. just, this is my, sure. My it's, I, I would, I'd rather cut off my left pinky toe. Yeah. Um, but, uh, anyway, uh, so that, that's why I say that mostly is because of DC and New York.
0: <clears throat> why did, why, so your, your old timey radio impression, you know, Yeah. I, do you think that people in like 1955 just talked like that? Like every video, like every single freaking video, people are like, Oh yeah. Hey, how's it going? And it's like, what, why are you talking like you're like pseudo Mickey mouse? Like what is going on right now? I, I don't, yeah. I don't get why <laughs> like that was a thing. I don't know if it's because it's like. Like we have this like crazy technology that we can't comprehend sitting in front of us right now. So we have to like act differently or or like, like, I don't know why these people talk the way that they did. And, and, it's, and it's not just like, if you go and you look at like, if you're watching like an old news interview or something of someone, like even the way that they answer their, like a normal civilian answers their questions, mm-hmm. they're sitting there and they're like, oh yeah, hey, rah, rah. like, what, like, what is that voice? Why are you doing this? Yeah, it's
1: like nasally, yes, right? Yes. It's it's a little bit high pitched. Yeah, and, and I I guess it's just how, <laughs> it's just how people talk. Yeah, like 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 everybody sounded like a newscast. <laughs> yeah, you know? I don't like, get it. You know, I mean, yeah, like you would ask someone, you know, like you see newsreels, like. Like did you see the accident sir? It'd be Like yeah, the car swiped <laughs> yeah, on wow. Exactly. Like,
0: it's wait, what, it's not what, just What was that last? Yes, sound, yes. And then and then on today's news, like especially if you're in like the south or or if you're in Pittsburgh and you get like the yin, the, the typical yinzer on the news, it's the uh-huh. most incredible thing in the world because they're just like, yeah, you know, I was, I was downtown and this car just comes flying down the road and like it's just like it's like these people like right. and then and then you look back and people were had such good is it like a manner? Th- like, are, do they have good manners? Is that what's is that what's going on? Like, I I don't yeah. get it.
1: Yeah, well, I think that people were way way more well spoken.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, like it was a like they, it was a thing. Like they needed to be, and now like podcasts are a thing, and we were terrible at everything.
1: Right, we we know we our our vocabulary is is like 15 words right. and we stumble over everything. Right. So that, like
0: we're we're <laughs> terrible. Like podcasts have ruined everything. Maybe 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 we don't talk like this anymore because we're your podcasters. <laughs> we're going to play Alex Smith, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. This week you have to stream but, Joe Flacco for the fantasy football championship. Right,
1: we we need to we need to uh shake a cigar while <laughs> yes. we're doing that. But like <laughs> but like a really small cigar that's been smoked and like chewed on for hours. Yes.
0: You know, just so everyone can get the visual. Uh, next one is at Blair underscore Ames. He says the last two digits of my phone number are six, nine. Is this a blessing or a curse?
1: I'll let you go first.
0: Um, I I think it's a, it's more of a blessing than a curse.
1: I'm going to go with curse because here's why it's a long term curse. At first it'll be like, you know, it ends at six, nine, like, you and your friends, or whoever, can be like, nice, 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 yeah, nice, sure, nice. Sure. You know, funny. But eventually, it, you're going to be in hell. I mean, eventually, like you're going to be like, it's it ends like you're going to read your number. You know, blah blah blah, one five six nine. Yes, six nine. Please just don't. Please right. just don't. That's say true. anything. That's like, true. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of it. That's true. <laughs> I don't want to hear anymore. Sixty nine, It's like people who follow
0: my Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, my my uh, my dad's sixty ninth birthday was on uh, New Year's Eve. So I, I was in, I was there, I was visiting my, my parents and my family and I tweeted that it was my dad's 69th birthday and I showed him all the nice comments. He was so confused. Yeah. Wait, right. I was going to ask you,
1: does your, well, first of all, I, that's risky business in my opinion, what, what, what you did there
0: with showing him because, because what if you had to have a conversation about what, true, what that means? True. true, But I, 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 I just showed him and I was like, look, everyone really likes your birthday oh no come on <laughs>
1: no way It's no. great um yeah i mean that would be my fear is why why are they saying nice well see dad there's this thing yeah um yeah and then you'd have to go into that oh god i would jump off a building we should, I, I wish your dad that. was
0: on tonight we would talk about um oh we yeah. would talk about all that i mean i don't i don't think he knows he he, he knows Joe. that way. He doesn't know about the nice, but he knows. No, no, no. He does. of course he knows. Right. So why 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 are, why is this why I is this? It, it, he doesn't know the joke. Right, but it would joke. be it would be unspo. But but like once you even you don't even have to explain it. You can just say like you can say everyone has uh, has like a childish mind or a dirty mind. That's what I meant like by like the like you don't like you don't have to explain the actual you know
1: situation the situation
0: right 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 the 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 reason it's nice yeah, yeah. uh anyway next question okay at genti dp you run out of body wash slash, slash soap in the water do you use your wife's body wash use your shampoo as a body wash not use any soap uh you got to wash yeah yourself. look, i i'm a i'm a firm believer that you can use whatever the hell you want to use in the shower i, yeah. I don't have any I, I'm not brand loyal to, to anything in, in the shower. When it comes to shower, you take whatever's available. You just let it happen. And I think, look, I have a thick head of hair, and I think that uh-huh. it's because I have mixed shampoos throughout my life, and my hair has has just grown so th- grown in so thick because I'm, I'm not sitting there being all delicate about which shampoo that I use.
1: JJ... It definitely doesn't have you just have really good hair jeans. <laughs> 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 okay.
0: <laughs>
1: all right. So <laughs> I'm I'm gonna debunk that theory right here. I think it's real and, uh, and I
0: want I wanna find all of the mixed shampoo truthers out there. Hit us up. I'll 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 lead us. I'll lead us down the right path.
1: JJ, mixed shampoo truthers might be a thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: there might be a thing.
1: Oh man, I love that your brand loyalty ends in the shower. That's really
0: funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, there's no, there is no there's brand loyalty. I don't care what kind. I'll use body wash. I'll use bar soap. I don't care what is in there. It's it's being used, and I'm clean. I'm cleaning myself. But I don't care what brand it is. It's it right. smells there's, good. There's no time
1: for brand loyalty when it's time to get clean. <laughs> that's
0: right. That's exactly. Right. That's my that's my life motto. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know that's uh, the tattoo on your calf. Yeah, and right, um, directly on my calf. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man! All right, I guess we're, yeah. our answer is we can use whatever we want to use. Yeah, yeah. Next one at Austin Hunt ninety four. When is it acceptable to enjoy a hot tub outdoors in the winter or all year round?
1: Oh man, I I can't do the outdoors in the winter. Yeah, thing. I
0: really do I can't. I don't think I can do hot tubs anymore. <laughs>
1: Oh no no hot tubs wait what do you mean I just
0: don't think I can I don't they they're like they're gross kind of
1: Oh oh, oh they could be gross yeah They have like the gr- yeah. and
0: I mean I don't have a hot tub or anything either so like no, yeah, like I don't have like I'm not like one of those people that has it on their back porch and I can just like get a beer and go sit in the hot tub for an hour
1: Well yeah I mean I I'm guessing very <clears throat> few people have that I mean
0: I I feel like that, you know what Denny? now that I'm thinking about it I feel like like millennials are not into hot tubs well, millennials are not in the hot tubs because all millennials are broke. Yeah, right. They're all they're all using their money for co- for their college funds. But right, but, but, but they, they, there's no money for that. But I do think that that millennials might be anti-hot tub at the core. Uh,
1: I, that's hard to say. I mean, I don't I don't have hostility toward the hot tub. In fact, there was one at the beach house where we stayed uh, last year. And I uh I kind of grew a fondness. I mean, I'm never gonna have one, yeah. but you know, to to have one available uh in the evening. Uh here's here's one thing uh, that I learned. Um <clears throat> don't put your beer in the water. Yeah, it's a bad idea. <laughs> you know, because then then it just becomes disgusting. It becomes
0: gross. Yes. But yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I, I'm I, I think you can enjoy a hot tub year round.
1: Uh, Well, I, the last time I was in one in the winter was, was when I was like uh, in high school, my friend's parents had one. It was 30 degrees outside. We're in the hot tub and the, the, so it's nice for a little while. And then you have to get so low in the water that you're basically like covering everything up to your mouth. Right. Because you're just, you're just, you're like, I can't get out. And then when it's time to get out, now that's pure it's pure hell. Sure. It's pure hell. In hell, I think we all have to continually get out of a hot tub <laughs> in freezing weather.
0: <laughs> over and over and Just over, over again and over forever. again. Uh next one. At Steinman underscore thoughts on big earmuff. I'm not entirely opposed to earmuffs. I'll say I feel it. like Denny is an earmuff person. You're probably a uh a headband person too to cover your ears. Um what are they called? Is it are they called just like? Is there a name for those?
1: Yeah, you I know what you're talking about. They go, they go across like your forehead. Yeah, they and, just
0: circle. It's like a rubber band, or well, not. I mean, it's it's thick. But it cover your it covers your ears, and it goes around your head.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, by the way, you know how you know how I knew it was like it was like frighteningly cold at, at, at Times Square, uh, for New Year's. It was when I turned it on and Seacrest was wearing a hat. Yeah. And I thought. For Seacrest to ruin that fantastic head of hair True. with a stupid hat, it must be it must be so cold that you know uh, it, it must be beyond yes, frigid. Yes, uh, yes,
0: yes. I, I don't have any. I don't have any takes. I, I don't. I don't wear them. I don't. The last time I wore earmuffs was probably in like fourth grade.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't I don't <laughs> you, have any. You just, but... you just
0: have eight pairs, different colors.
1: Right, right, and I uh yeah, I'm going to wear one right after the show. Uh but I will say that they do they serve a function unlike a scarf, and I'm stay I'm sticking to that. Yeah,
0: earmuffs have a much stronger function than scarves cuz earmuffs are are very clearly saying this is what we're protecting. And 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 they're yes. very they're a lot sturdier. Whereas scarves like there's like like the scarves are not they're they're porous, right? Well also
1: yeah, also, you know, sustained exposure to extreme cold hurts, uh, like, you know, the, the things furthest on the outside of your body, like your fingers, your nose, your ears, uh, your toes, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm doing an elementary school song, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, but, but so, so this is actually protecting a vulnerable area of your body. Whereas the scarf is protecting, uh, your neck, which is connected to, you know, the, the big blood bucket that is your head. So.
0: Very fair, very fair. Next one at FL uh, Pivot. Uh, now that we are past Big Christmas and Big New Year's, what's the next battle that Denny will embark on? I mean,
1: yeah. I mean Big Valentine's oh, okay. Day. Is coming not up.
0: not not Big Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I'm <laughs> not Jesus.
1: <laughs> no. No, I I think I think a lot of bigs were against that day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but the, um it, that overcame a lot of bigs, but uh <laughs> uh but yeah, no Big Valentine's Day is uh, a menace and I I'll, I'll never back down. I I just cannot. That's fair. I mean, I feel
0: like that's the the biggest one. Oh, but because it's so fake, it's so Right. Fake. Right. It's ridiculous. It's 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 absurd. We my my wife and I never really like sell, like we don't like get gifts or anything like that. We always our our thing we always do like ten dollar gifts for like everything. It's like our our thing because you get you get a little creative with it and stuff. But I and mm-hmm. I always told her that I would never I never do like cliche things or anything like that because I while I do live my life like it's a romantic comedy. We all know that romantic comedies the the good ones don't do cliche things like the the, the good guys right. in those in those movies. But I yeah. did to 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 pull the reverse jinx i did propose to her on valentine's day oh that that's a good little twist yeah it's a reverse jinx yeah anyway oh okay uh all right no that's good that's i no i <coughs> i appreciate that that's that's good stuff next one at aaron m healy your thoughts on spreading the hashtag brand to friends that you're competing with in the league love to share lts but also feel its competitive advantage slash or hashtag own the libs um so I I, I, <laughs> I love, I love that you, you, you read that even though it had nothing to do, with, nothing it. To do with it. <laughs> um, I, I think that you should share it with your friends because it helps us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If, if you like us slash love us, then we would appreciate you sharing it with people. You know, I, I don't, I mean, do we dispense that
0: sort of information that can't be found anywhere? I, 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 I doubt it. I think I thought I always thought people listened to this podcast because they wanted to feel better about themselves. <laughs> like as humans. Yeah. They're like, "Oh my god, these two shitheads are going at it again?"
1: Sorry to the kids. Uh but uh, yeah, I I I I always thought it was like I'll get some some fantasy info but also some funny stuff to go along with it. But I mean, I I like that. I like that that that, that this listener, what's his name?
0: Uh this is Aaron Healy. I
1: I like that Aaron uh, listens to us uh thinks you know believes that our content for fantasy purposes is so good that he doesn't want to share it with competitors that's that's high praise yeah.
0: by the way the dirty little secret about what uh we do on this show like because we always get people responding being like that's that was the most hilarious episode that i ever listened to and, and yada 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 the dirty little secret is that we're not the ones creating the funny content you guys are uh, that's exactly right <laughs> same same for Twitter. oh yeah like, totally uh, uh, like you, you all like feed it, and then we just play off of it, so right? That's why. That's you. why when we actually send a funny tweet and like it's really good, we we like do like laps around our house because we're so excited that we actually did something funny, right? Like I created an original content for the first time in three months. <laughs> right, right. Everyone else is just feeding this, so thank you guys. Uh, This next one is at RWT underscore rights. Thanks for another great season. I've been listening for a while, and I know CDs initials have been discussed but I don't recall hearing what JJ stands for. The people need to know. Uh, your answer is I'm never going to tell you.
1: <laughs> he will never. Tell I'm never, you. I'm, I'm never going to tell
0: you uh, next one. I'm serious about that at underscore the real Bernie underscore are people who okay. get rid of their Christmas decorations on December 26th monsters or warriors against big Christmas.
1: No, they're not warriors against big Christmas. Cause they totally bought into big Christmas.
0: Yeah, that's true. You know, that's, that's true. It,
1: so my thought on people who do this is that um they are hardcore uh, uh into practicality. So this the christmas tree served its purpose. It was in the house from December 1st until the 25th. After christmas so to so to this person The twenty sixth is the same as April eighth or August twentieth. Okay, it's just it's anything that's not Christmas is not Christmas. There is no proximity uh, um, uh, for uh, you know for like a for like leniency for the tree, right? So once it's over, it's over. I sort of respect these people, but I also am very scared by these people because of the amount of discipline it must take to do that my tree is still up there it's dry as a bone it's ready to catch fire at any moment and but it's going (laughs) to stay there for for several more days that's
0: like it's like the the people who do that are the same people who wake up every morning they instantly make their bed and then they go downstairs and they make smoothies like like they do both of those things that are super labor intensive but they do it in the morning because they have this like very very strict mindset and it's very i'm you know, more power to them because those are the people that are gonna rule the world. But um I I can't. I, I I cannot. Right. It's a it's a it's a militaristic discipline. Yes. I, yeah, I, I think see. that's that's what we've really uh gotten to with this question is that mm-hmm. the those are the type of people that are that are getting rid of Christmas decorations the day after Christmas. Can you imagine? Dude? No, that's that's horrendous. Um this next question at stay fun Loco, did JJ win the neighborhood league? I assume not. Hence the post Arby's hospital stay. So I'm, uh, I was in a fantasy football championship in about 30% of my leagues this year. I want to say, cause I had a lot of like bye weeks, um, and not like, but all the other teams basically like didn't make it. It was a really weird season for me, but I made it to the championship in a lot of leagues. That's the only league that I did not win the championship. I lost in the finals and it was really de- uh, really really depressing. That's how fantasy that's, uh, that's how fantasy football goes though. I mean, you can have the I had the best team in the league, but sometimes, you know, that one week just doesn't work out oh, for yeah. me. My team just just pooped the bed. It was bad.
1: Well, th- this is this is also, I mean, that it's terrible when you are the dominant team and you lose. But it also this is why anybody who makes the playoffs in fantasy football should could and should have hope. Mm-hmm. You know, just just get in. Yeah. Just get into you- the playoffs you never know.
0: You want your most dominant teams to to win. Like my most dominant team was the one I talked about earlier this season and and I, I like had an 8 game winning streak to end the season. Like my team had like 300 more points than any other team. Like you want those teams to win the championship, right? Yeah. I get it. This team was, you know, I was like maybe second in the league in points, had the best record. Like it was it was a good team, um but you know, losing something like that, that's just variance and that's to be honest with you guys. The reason why I play so many fantasy leagues I mean i don't play like an absurd amount, but why I like to play more fantasy leagues is because I do treat it like a portfolio, and that allows your tilt to not be so out of control when bad beats happen because mm-hmm. when that bad beat happens, okay, I have good beats over here like this is mm-hmm. this this good thing is happening for me, so that that to me you know if you only play two or three fantasy leagues. Um, you're putting all your eggs in one basket, and then you're just setting yourself up for disappointment, basically. Or, or even worse, one. Yeah, one is if one is like, the absolute worst. One league. Yeah, then then your bad beat is the worst beat ever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this next one is from at Avery Baby eight two three. I believe that you interacted with this question a little bit, Denny. Uh, this question is mainly for Denny, but feel free to answer as well. JJ, have you ever encountered this after having one of your grandparents watch the kids in case you're not sure what you're looking at? Cause there's a picture here. Those are two baby turds in the butt wipe warmer. So apparently, uh, yeah. the baby turds are, are in, uh, yeah. the, not the correct location.
1: Uh, it, it, so this is, it, I don't have the picture in front of me. The turds are in the, what, the butt wipe warmer? Yes. Yes. In the, 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 the okay. butt
0: wipe, the butt wipe warmer.
1: Yes. Uh, okay. So this, so this is a little container, uh, for, for people who are trying to picture what this looks like. Um, here's what I think happened. Uh, and I may have been there and done this, um, uh you know you some babies uh, don't love to sit still to to lie down on, uh while they're being uh changed and sometimes when the when they're when we're talking about a turd situation and not not a not a mush situation i almost prefer the mush um uh to be honest but when there's a turd situation things kind of go haywire and those things start bouncing around so it's critical to pick them up to get those secured before they end up on the floor, yeah, right? Makes sense. So, so I think what happened here is, <laughs> is they were secured, the turds were secured, but you know, by someone who had a a, a butt wipe in their hand, and then they were put down on the uh, the whole, the holder, and then the person continued to change a diaper, finished, left the room, and never addressed the whole turd situation. Turd situation happens to be the name of my cure cover <laughs> band. Uh, uh, and th- so, the so I think that's what happened. I have I have left uh, poopy uh, butt wipes uh, in in my kids' rooms, and so you know my wife will walk in and be like, "My God, what's that smell?" And I'm like, "Oh, jeez." Yeah,
0: you forget. Yeah, man, that picture is not very appetizing. No, no. So- someone responded mm-hmm. to that picture. Just said, "Until." Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, that's exactly right uh next one at dynasty outhouse would it be good or bad for the planet if the aliens landed and cd carter 13 was the first person that they talked to um i look of all the people that it could be i think that you would be a a good candidate for them to talk to like you're in like the really you're probably in the top like 30 percent I'll take which that. is better sure. than a half and half. You know, like if if we're picking someone at random, I'd rather have you than someone at random.
1: Oh, I, I appreciate that. <laughs>
0: they're going to they're going to they're going to learn a lot about uh, hair. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, look, and not only that, they're not going to want to steal our food.
1: No. Right. Because I'll be like, by the way, all food is, is bad. Yeah. No, I'll say I'll, I'll say all food is the same.
0: Right. right exactly see like you would manipulate Uh, the aliens i i I just want the aliens to come down so i can show them my jeff fisher gif library and then they can leave and then they can just they can Uh, just be like oh wow this is what you guys are experiencing on earth i I gotta get Oh marvin lewis okay i gotta get (laughs) out of here
1: like marvin lewis re-signed was that was that we're gone was that an alien
0: or someone from the 1950s on radio Eh, we'll never know. See, <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I, yeah. I would. I, I mean, I've I've thought a lot about what what the aliens will find in the wreckage of of the of Earth um, when when they when they finally come here. Although you know, according to news accounts, they were They're here. here yeah. you know, two, two weeks ago, just as the uh, the uh, just as the the tax bill happened
0: to be voted on. But they, you know, that's neither near here here here, here nor there. So. We can go on. Uh this next one at draft DFS, it's probably too late, but ne- but neither, neither or neither. So he says neither awards sophistication points and D bag points at the same time IMO. So do you say neither or neither? I think I I think I say both. Interesting. I do you, do you say do you say when do you say neither? okay I, I
1: would say neither like this okay, let me think. Um, <laughs>
0: uh, this is really good podcasting right here
1: yeah, yeah this is good it's just complete silence while I think uh, I, I would I would wear neither a scarf nor
0: wow you're such ear, a douche <laughs> Earmuffs. <laughs> <laughs> neither and nor in the same sentence um I but that's but that's correct. No, I know. it is correct. I but but it's just, it's just such a such a, a re, yeah. like a yeah, I'm, annoying I'm, way of hearing things. I I I'm can adult. see like neither this or that like being a a a way of saying neither, but I say neither because I'm American, goddammit. <laughs> you so you would say I'll wear neither a, a scarf
1: or a year Yeah, I'm,
0: I'll say I'm not wearing either of them. I'll say either to be honest with you. Either of them. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a D
1: bag. Uh, I mean, you love, you love freedom. That's what that's right. Exactly.
0: Uh, (laughs) the last question is from Chris quick at Chris underscore quick. Um, with Palmer now retired, will you consider a QB streamer hall of fame? And would he get in? Um, I, I, I think the answer to that is to both of those is yes. Right. Carson Palmer, Two years ago was like our 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 go to LRQB and that was his near MVP season. Like he he means yeah. a lot to us. I,
1: he really does. I tweeted from the LTS account today when he announced his retirement. Uh, uh, his um, fantasy ascendance in 2015 was one of like low key like one of the best moments for for yeah. for living the stream. Yeah, it was great because we all for July August we kept saying you know, just get Palmer, just grab Palmer. He has a good opening season schedule. We'll see what happens. He ends up being, I believe he was a top five yeah. quarterback that year. Um, and, and that, and that was, that was the expectation was, was not that No, He he
0: had, he had like a really, really high floor season and consistent season. He was like a, it, it was awesome. He didn't have like crazy, crazy spiked games, but you could rely on him each week and uh, he was yeah. a beast. I'll
1: miss him a lot.
0: I'll miss him a lot. Yeah. yeah. He was always an easy guy to target. Uh, but that does it. That's the last question, Denny. Where can everyone find you?
1: Yeah. Uh, at CD Carter 13, I am, uh, as I always am in January, I am a calendar salesman. I have a rise and grind calendar for 2018. So if you would like one. Uh, check out my Twitter account.
0: And I'm JJ Zachary, so You can find me on Twitter at Late Round QB. Uh, I am podcasting with the Late Round Podcast twice a week. Uh, just released one today on prepping for the playoffs, uh, and then all my work is over on NumberFire.com. Denny, the season is over officially. Why don't we get some milkshakes one time?
1: We should, and we will be back with exclusive content this off season. We'll let you know. We will.
0: All right, guys, take it easy. Thank you for listening to
1: Living the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long, it's fast. For more fantasy football info, check out makegroundqb.com. Hope you come back soon as we share about the teams and as we live,
0: live in the stream.